Hello everyone, it's Georgia and welcome back to the bar. Don't worry, after last week's nightmarish episode and some very strong listener feedback, you know who you are. Uh, I will not be doing introductions ever again and let's give it over to our much better co-host, Justin. Okay, recording, go. a bit of a break we're glad you noticed but uh like all great things we've returned speaking of great things that have returned georgia dixon hello 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 thank you for that justin i'm excited to be back as well a bit disappointed we had to take a break but as you've noticed i'm sure all of our listeners were teary and they will be excited to hear this episode this week how have you been justin yeah pretty good georgia pretty good we've done a thorough review of our production and uh we come back bigger and better. I hope you'd agree after after you listen to this episode. But uh, it's been a big week for the OSS, Georgia. Take us through it. Yeah, I think it's been the biggest week we've had all semester, purely for the number of events. We've had a mix of well-being, compies, and careers events scattered throughout the week. Uh, at night time, we had all the Opens Grand Finals for our four different competitions being client interviewing, negotiations, mooting, and WIDEX, which were all very interesting to watch. Some juicy and tough competition. And if you're interested in, in competitions, there will be junior ones for first and second years running next semester. So keep an eye out on our socials for that. Very recommend you getting involved. And then during the week, we also had Smile Week, which is our wellbeing initiative, the biggest one. For this semester and we had a whole host of different activities that were run including cook-alongs running events some pilates and we've got to see lots of videos of everyone's cute little dogs and finally a post-it note sort of cork board that was online where people wrote the sweetest messages to each other did you see them justin i did i did georgia it took every fabric of my being to put some of my little heart onto paper, but um, no, I took part, I took part. And uh, as you said, hats off to everyone involved in making that happen because it was fantastic. I'm sure some lucky person really enjoyed reading whatever message you put up there, Justin. I saw a cute photo of you and your friends up there. I liked that. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. And um, I'm sure, you know, some people on a serious note, some people might be struggling in isolation, kind of missing some of their mates. So um, it's a great way to... Uh, to reconnect and I think this week if you if you're LSS diehards like we are you probably would have spent your nights making corn fritters while watching a competition and preparing for your next career seminar so so um you know sorry to our families who kind of didn't see us for a week but um no a really really enjoyable week yeah I think my family's forgotten what I look like because I am barely talking to them and we're all watching competitions although I made them um actually I didn't make them I was watching the WIDEX grand final in the kitchen and my whole family was like oh what are you watching what are you watching because they like crime dramas and court shows as well although none of them are law students or lawyers and they all sat down and watched the entire thing with me and loved it yeah yeah, it's definitely something you can do even if you even if you have no background or knowledge of it even someone like myself who didn't really understand what was going on 
<laughs> it's a good one to watch, like the court dramas on TV. I think they enjoyed watching that more than watching me compete, to be perfectly honest. Mm. And mm, absolutely, you did flag the corn fritters, and I want to acknowledge this on the podcast. If you like corn fritters, go and find the recipe on the eSmile Week event because they are the best corn fritters I've ever had, including restaurant ones. And for those of you that don't know me, I can barely cook two-minute noodles. So they're totally manageable and would highly recommend. Yeah, definitely do that if you do like corn fritters. If you don't like corn fritters, take a long, hard look at yourself. Um, but look, there's a lot that the LSS has to offer, as we've kind of touched on there, Georgia. Um, one of its biggest programs is called the Brennan Program. That's what we're discussing today. Uh, would you like to introduce us to our natural guest when we talk about the Brennan Program? Yes. So as Justin has flagged, this is our amazing and wonderful Brennan director. She works extremely hard to bring us new initiatives that are exciting from our social justice portfolio. And she's looking very spunky today in her Qantas pajamas. Welcome to the bar, Erica Serrano. Thanks for a huge introduction, guys. Yes, do have the Qantas pajamas on. I may actually be the biggest fan of the bar, quite contentious, but I'm glad to be here. Thank I'm you. honestly just excited to hear we have a fan, Erica. Yes, let's not go there. I, you know, there's some top competitors for the spot, Crystal from Faculty. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, shout out to Crystal. She works so hard on the Brennan program as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what exactly the Brennan program is, Erica? Yes, so the Brennan program is basically a two-component program, and it's a way for students to engage in social justice and to learn how to apply it in their futures. So one key component is having students volunteer in their communities. So it's service in different forms. It could be coaching a sports team, tutoring students, helping at a fundraiser. And the second component is reflecting on justice in various forms. That could be by watching movies, TV shows, attending panels, or really anything, writing a reflection on what you think justice is and how it can affect you and impact other people. Yeah. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. It is a great thing to get involved in. Uh, Erica, a little bit more about you. You mentioned you love the bar. Um, they say don't meet your heroes, but you're definitely doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the bar, you'd know that we do ask a question about uh, if you were a drink, what would you be? I hear you've got an answer prepared. Yes, I've been terrified to give this answer since the moment I, you know, tuned in for the first time. <laughs> I'm what you people would call an extreme lightweight. Mm -hmm. I believe that's the term. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> after, after a cruiser or two, I'm already out. So I think the most, you know, important drink for me would be a Sprite. A Sprite, you know, they go along, mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. can be added to, you know, some Alizé to spice it up. But, you know, very unassuming, unassuming drink. I, I, love, I love the originality. I love the creativity. Georgia Dixon's waving her hands furiously at her camera. <laughs> saying, I'm a lightweight too, I think is what she's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not only creative, but also, uh, also a really good thing to, to be telling our listeners that if you had too much, go have a non-alcoholic drink for a bit. But also, you know, no one's going to question you if you're standing there with a Sprite. They'll think, oh, it's probably you know, another clear beverage. 
Mm. Good thing to think of. Not that you need to be embarrassed about not drinking at all. Um, I think it suits you because it's like bright and bubbly as well, Erica, which is such an air that you give off around campus. Oh, you're going to make me cry, Jordan. You know I can't handle compliments. <laughs> we need to keep you inclined to listen to our podcast. Absolutely. You mentioned that you've also been up to uh, up to some interesting hobbies or some interesting habits over this isolation period. Can you, uh, can you fill us in? Uh, you see, I'm one of those arts and crafts people. So throughout isolation, I've gone through different periods. What started off with painting ended up with knitting. And I've now gone to the next level. I've invested in a $75 embroidery kit, which will be <laughs> arriving within the next week. Mm. So keep, you know, I'll keep you all updated. So what are you going to embroider? Do you have an idea or what sparked this? So I've seen an embroidery hoop that has albums in it. Like people have been embroidering their favorite albums. I know it sounds wild, but I plan on doing that. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. What, what's, your first, uh, what's your first album that you do? What is your favourite album? I think is the question I was meant to ask there. I shouldn't have set it up like that. It's definitely not my favourite album. But an easy album to do would be, um, I don't even know what it's called, the Kanye West one, the red one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good yeah. album, good album. Easy PG one music. to embroider. I'm just... You play to the kids trying to get them to sleep. This this podcast has a similar sort of air to Kanye, you know, like an inflated ego. <laughs> you yes. definitely got that right. <laughs> well, that's a little bit about you then, Erica. Can you tell us a bit more about your program? You've you've told us what it is. How do we get involved? How do uh, how do we yeah how do we take part? Definitely. So there are requirements. I mean, it's very good to get started from your first year. That's definitely when we encourage students to get involved. But we have programs hosted throughout the year, especially the LSS. A lot of the LSS initiatives that you'll likely attend do have a Brennan component to them. So whether that be, um, you know, panels that we host, we have an upcoming Justice Talks, which is one of our series that accrues reflections on justice points. And we basically have a guest speaker discussing key elements of justice and you as a student will be able to engage. And that's a really great way to, to gain five ROJ. Can you tell us some of the topics that you've had? Yes. So our first topic was on the idea of justice, basically exploring, you know, different theories of justice. So utilitarianism, you know, positivism, but we've also got, our second topic, which was climate justice, and we had a really interesting speaker, Bruno Bryan. She explained that engaging in social justice, students are actually able to make decisions for their future. For example, you could actually decide what firm you wanted to work on based on their, you know, their attitude towards climate change and their policies. And that in itself is informing, you know, your, your career by social justice. And I think something that the Brennan program does really well, and it's not always an easy balance to strike, but it lets you formulate your own opinion um, mm. on topics. So uh, it's, it's certainly not, not pushing an agenda or pushing some sort of political standpoint. Um, it's feeding you information, and then from there you develop your own opinion, which is really important for young people to be doing, as we know. And off that as well, there are such there are so many different events that there's something that you'll find interesting, definitely. And mm. if you 
are just on top of looking out and staying on the Brennan Facebook page and looking out for events, you can accrue those RIJ points pretty quickly. For someone that's already involved, how do they graduate? Okay, so you want to accrue as many points and LTS as you can. If you join the Brennan Collective, which is a Facebook group that we have, if not every day, every other day, brand new opportunities are posted by the Brennan team, myself, as well as other students engaged in the program. So you know that there are already opportunities ready for you to get involved in. Yeah, absolutely. It's a holy grail of, uh, of UTS LSS life graduating from the Brennan program. Absolutely. You'll, you'll know if someone's done it because they'll tell you often. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's one of my... One of my goals for this year, I haven't been, I haven't been on it, but, uh, but it's something I want to do. Yes, you know, on that note, we're actually hitting, and I'm, you know, uncovering the lid on this, but we're about to beat the world, the, the world record, the, the record, record. <laughs> the record for graduates in a year. It that's should be that. a world record and known throughout the world, that's for sure. I could not agree with you more. Well, it is a world record, isn't it? Like, there's, there's no university of technology sydney law student society that has more people graduating from the brennan program anywhere else in the world so that's a really really uh really great thing that you can tell your grandkids erica absolutely and really brennan programs throughout the world this is the only one of its kind yes you know we've actually had it well the, the similar format has been trialed in other unis but none have been as successful as the brennan program we're now in its 10th year with over a 1,000 graduates. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hopefully we will all become one of them. Why do you think it's been so successful, Erica? I think because we're so passionate about getting students engaged and the fact that it's a joint collaboration between the faculty and the Law Students Society, it gives it a shared perspective. So we have lots of our law faculty actually engage in the programs themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. the mark of a great program when you can uh, when you can combine students and teachers and people from faculty and everyone gets involved. Um, looking at it from a student perspective, you know, what what do you think the main benefits are? Obviously, it looks great on a resume, but but why would you compel someone to get involved? It's definitely a way for students to become more socially aware and engaged, and it's it's a responsibility that we as law students have. We are the ones that enact justice and therefore there's an onus on us to be socially conscious and aware of our actions as well as mm. what's going on around us. Yeah, I think that's yeah, so think important for us to be thinking about what social justice issues are happening, particularly the context of the world climate at the moment and what's going on in the news. And particularly also as law students, as you said, we are involved in the writing of laws and legal education and so it's important for us to know about these issues and be thinking about that particularly going into the future and with changes in technology and climate change and the issues going on in the US it's really really important for us to be aware. Yeah and a lot of people think social justice is simply you know while they are huge topics you know homelessness, LGBT rights or um, poverty there's also also things like climate change, mental health issues. These are all huge impacts or factors that contribute to injustice in society and they need to be addressed. Yeah, I think social justice also sometimes has a bit of a bad rep. Like you have what's called like a social justice warrior and you think about crazy leftist people and that's not what it's about. Um, particularly the Brennan program is about that extra education and learning about issues outside of 
the classroom and outside of what we learn in law and all those other topics are really important to just your own knowledge as well as assisting with your legal education definitely i think uh, i think you mentioned before the relatability of the program is one of its great strengths as well erica you know you probably won't have a lot of homeless law students from uts and you probably won't have a lot of uh you know hopefully not a lot of them are experiencing domestic violence or these sorts of issues but uh, the Brenham program isn't only about that, it's also about issues that will affect us all, absolutely. You mentioned um, that there's some great events on the horizon. Can you tell us some of the things that are coming up or some of the things that have happened recently? So our next big event will be our third instalment of the Justice Talks on Refugee Justice, and that'll be held on the 7th of July. And that is Justice Talk 3, Refugee Justice. And that event will actually be part of a month-long initiative that the social justice team is running. And it's going to be centered on refugee and asylum seeker awareness. So we'll be engaging in different um, initiatives that'll have students really reflect on the importance of reforming refugee rights. Of course, we're not trying to shove an agenda. It's more of a, an activity to inform student opinion and also to engage students on the current issues that are faced by refugees. You know, it's it's a global issue. It's not something that we can ignore. It's a human rights issue at its core. Yeah, it's an important point, and we've mentioned it before. I, I, you know, this is not a political standpoint. I don't think any side of policy is going to uh, is going to argue that refugees don't deserve to enjoy rights. So, how can we get involved in this these events? So we, you can sign up for the Justice Talks through Career Hub. We have a link on the UTS LSS Facebook page. There's actually an event that has the um, registration link. So you will have to register in order to get that Zoom link. But in terms of the um, our RASA month initiative, we'll be accepting submissions through a form that will go live on the 1st of June. So is that tomorrow or the day? Sorry, I've lost track of the dates. What's whenever yeah, the 1st of June is? It should be tomorrow if you if you're listening to this uh, when it when it's released. If you're listening to this the day before the first of June, it is tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. students will be able to write three hundred and fifty words on their thoughts on refugee justice and legal reform, and we'll actually be collating a list of um, some key statements from students and turning them into some graphics that'll be posted on the Brennan Collective. So definitely stay tuned. That's one of our um, our leading initiatives over the next month. Fantastic. Not only can you earn ROJ points, but you can also become a celebrity in the process. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all part of the program and have been to lots of Brennan events. And just before we started doing this episode, Justin flagged that he had a good story to tell. So let's hear it, Justin. Yeah, well, every event catches my eye, Georgia, but there was one in particular at the start of the year that really, really took my attention. Um, a post uh, on the Brennan Collective about a seminar called Why Now is the Right Time to Talk About Climate Change. And I thought, well, you know, there's a lot of people with their opinions on climate change. Um, you know, I, I wonder who's giving theirs, who's giving theirs in this seminar. And it turned out to be uh, the Honourable Matt Keane, who is the New South Wales Minister for Energy and the Environment. So. There's really not many opinions on climate change that matter more than, than that minister's because he's sort of the one making the decisions on, on it. Um, so immediately I thought, well, this is a fantastic seminar and, and through the Brennan program, I'm getting free tickets to attend. 
Um, so firstly, I'm, I'm jumping all over that. <laughs> Secondly, and probably more relevantly to my story, I've been lucky enough uh, in my line of work to meet the minister a few times. He's got a great relationship with my boss. And when that post came through on the Brennan Collective and I looked at it, I happened to be standing in an elevator with him <laughs> in New South Wales, Australian House. It's 100% true. And, uh, and basically, I, I thought, well, you know what, I'll show him. I'll show him that this has come through on my, um, on my, on my phone. And I said, oh, you know, Minister, you, you're speaking at this event. He said, yeah, yeah, really looking forward to it, really looking forward to it. And uh, the minister, being a graduate from UTS himself, I think he graduated from UTS Business, made a comment about how UTS are a great university and they're building students with a really holistic outlook. So um, firstly, I was really impressed with the Brennan Program's ability to uh, get topical, relevant events going up. Um, the sorts of events that you hear about when you turn on your TV at night. But secondly, I was really impressed with the Brennan Program's ability to read my mind, it seemed, and, and know that I know that I was in an elevator with the guy as the post came through. So, um, and that's also how high it is on my priority list. Even at work, if a post comes through from the Brennan Collective, I'm straight on it. <laughs> I think you're right, and that's part of the success of the Brennan Program is the quality of the events, uh, getting great speakers and things, and particularly people that Justin rides an elevator with. Maybe next time we catch an elevator, I'll get an invite to speak. The Brennan Collective, like just as you pointed out, Justin, it's really a great way to source opportunities. It was only launched last year, the end of last year, and to see that we now have over 270 members who are now engaged and making use of these opportunities. You can only imagine why there are so many more graduates this year. And you can see that going forward, the program's only going to grow. Yeah, and we're looking so, forward to that as well. I think something that I struggled with at first was those LTS hours. So finding somewhere to volunteer and then being able to do it enough to accrue the number of hours I wanted to do. Do you have any tips for that, Erica? Yeah, so actually... Being in isolation has given rise to a lot of LTS opportunities that you can now do from the comfort of your own house. We've actually found lots of um, online courses about social justice that students can do. And for the amount of hours that it takes for you to complete that course, you can claim those as leadership through service hours. And, you know, by the end of isolation, you could probably finish the three quarters that you can claim within a year if you're really dedicated. The other really great thing about that is you can claim them uh, retrospectively, can't you, Erica? So I yes, was a good coach at my school and um, and the hours that I did there counted once I fill out that form, as Erica did, <laughs> once I fill out that form, the, uh, the hours that I did there will count, which is fantastic. Yeah, as long as you can get someone to sign off, a supervisor or someone who oversees your role, absolutely you can claim it, as long as you put those key dates in. Mm. Leadership through service, we need to see more of it. We need to see more of it. Definitely. Yeah, we do. And it's great to see so many UTS students out in the community doing, giving back and doing things. How would one find out about those online courses that you were just mentioning, Erica? 
Yes, so we have a dedicated post to it on the Brennan Collective. If you go on the Brennan Collective, there's actually some um, topics. So you can click on LTS, ROJ, as well as member highlights if you're interested on reading the experiences of other Brennan members. It's a really great way to see what we offer and opportunities that you can really utilize. There's no deadline for them, especially these courses that you can do anytime, any place. Sorry, I'm just I'm just writing that all down on my notepad. Sometimes I forget that I'm actually part of this podcast and and just write, <laughs> just, just write down what the speaker's saying. Um, I know so that's tells, tells, tells you how excited how excited I am. Yeah, that's just one of the faults of having such interesting guests. Is me and Justin just sit here in awe, staring and listening to their answers because we genuinely have you on because we want to find out things. I think really yeah, we're you'll, using... You'll radio silence over Zoom and then you'll go, oh, actually, that's meant to be me, isn't it? I'm Right, yeah. Who's the host? That's us. <laughs> I actually think that we're using this podcast just to find talk to interesting people and find out information that we want by forcing them to come on here and do it publicly. <laughs> no, yeah. Exactly. There's no better way than to get it firsthand. Mm. I'm interested, Erica, you mentioned before, I'm a little bit interested to backtrack on how you said, particularly in the current landscape and the current climate, these uh, social justice awareness is really important. Can you elaborate on why now more than ever in 2020, it's really important to produce well-rounded, socially conscious law students? You're completely right. You know, the current climate that we have, we've got coronavirus impacting on, you know, our homeless population. We've got coronavirus impacting on, you know, joblessness, people facing economic troubles. And then on top of that, we still have prevalent issues such as climate policy and climate change that haven't yet been resolved. Mm -hmm. Plus, we've got, Mm -hmm. you know, rising tensions in international relations. There's now just a responsibility, especially with everything going on with the Black Lives Matter movement and social justice around the world, we need to be aware and we need to be conscious of how we can affect change and how our understandings and our actions can lead to something bigger. We can see, you know, all the marches for the climate change activism that was happening, the effects that that had, the strikes. We all have a responsibility to get engaged. And as law students, we're at the forefront. We'll be the people in the future enacting those laws and enacting that change. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not its not an arrogant thing to say, to say that uh, it's particularly important for law students. I think it's a really important thing to confront that typically some, you know, a lot of people with law degrees tend to uh, end up in positions of leadership or positions of influence. Um, and again, you know, it's not, not about agenda pushing. I know we've made that clear. It's just about making sure that those people in those positions in the future are conscious and are, and do have certain ethical considerations before they make um, massive decisions that impact on a lot of people. And I think that's extremely true regardless of what area of law you go into or what law path you take in the end. You don't have to be going into a volunteer legal centre or something like giving advice to homeless people for this information to be relevant to your personal knowledge and your career. Yeah, absolutely. As I mentioned earlier, you know, Bruno O'Brien highlighted that by simply stating or asking your future employers what their stance is on certain, you know, policies, that in itself is informing your decision on social justice issues. You're, you're taking it into consideration in your life. 
and those small decisions add up because employers will consider that Mm, i think the power of the people is very strong and the more and the power in numbers and the more of us that can be socially aware and working to enact change and putting political pressure on things and it mean injustices in the community getting changed i think the better yes well these are certainly massive global issues and they may seem out of our control at some times but uh, the best way to combat them clearly is to do it locally and to make your own difference and the best way to make your own difference is through the UTS LSS Brennan program. On that note, I'm really curious, Justin and Georgia, how are you both engaging with the program? Any tips for students? Uh, Tips for students would just be stay on the Brennan Collective and look out for events. Uh, As I flagged earlier, there's tons of things that are interesting, uh, regardless of what social justice issue you're into, something will pop up that you like. Uh, I'm actually going to, well, I've graduated technically uh, waiting on that ceremony in September. Woo! Yes, very excited. I know. Took me to my fourth year to do it, but that's all right. Uh, but what I loved the most was the volunteering. And I did a bit of volunteering at a homeless shelter that's run by a really close family friend of mine. And what I really liked about it was not throwing shade on any other homeless shelter, um, but... <laughs> Every We all sat around the table and had dinner together and it was about service. And so instead of all the volunteers cooking and then handing out food, we would cook together and then we would all sit around the same table and share a meal together. And it was about all about community and how we're all human beings and we all are very similar. We all have something in common and about finding those commonalities and breaking down barriers between volunteers and the people that attend the shelter. And I really loved it. There are some great people I met. That's so lovely. Yeah. That's beautiful, Georgia. What did you have on the menu? Any of your corn fritters? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Maybe I'll have to make corn fritters next time I go back with that amazing recipe. But no, no corn fritters. What about you, yeah. Justin? You mentioned coaching a team. That would have taken a leadership aspect to it yeah yeah i i um really enjoyed my time at high school and i was basically lucky enough that high school you know my high school basically said can you stay involved and can you coach some of our younger guys coming through um and that that was a a, like i enjoyed that a lot more than i thought i would to be honest um made great mates with 13 year olds i tend to get on with people that that age quite well clearly What, what were you coaching uh, it was a cricket team. It was a cricket team. Um, uh, a cricket team that proved invincible at the end of it. We lost our first two games and then went on to win 16th grade and win the uh, Northern District Junior Cricket Association competition under 13s. But um, no, not that you asked. The <laughs> LTS, the LTS <laughs> side of that, I think, was uh, coming from a similar place that Georgia was coming from, um, really developing uh, personal relationships with these people from a leadership um, perspective, if you like. So, although I was their coach, um, the whole idea of leadership through service is you're not necessarily above people. Uh, you are actually with them and associated with them and, and friends with them. Uh, and that, in my experience, is the best way to lead people and the way that I've most enjoyed being led, um, sort of leading with the pack rather than 
a kind of hierarchical system where you are above the pack. Um, so that's what I really like about LTS. Um, in terms of tips for students, I'm going to say something that I never did, but uh, don't don't do as I do, do as I say. Um, try and keep up to date with it. I think every time you do an an event that um, gains you some ROJ, at least make it at least make a note that you've done it because. Um, I'm going to have an absolute nightmare going through all the events that I've been into and all the LTS hours that I've done and ticking them all off, which I'm happy to do because it's for a great course. But um, it would have been a lot easier. Kind of like when you're doing an assignment, just like try and reference as you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Rather than, do, rather than doing a big, like a big bibliography in the last day before it's due. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that would be my main tip. Keep track. Yeah, it's actually really easy. I started the Brennan, Gro- the Brennan program when it was on a previous system that was so difficult to manage. But on Career Hub, it's really, really easy. Uh, so love that and keep up to date. Yes, keep on top of it. Otherwise, I'm your nightmare that chases you and posts a thousand times reminding you. <laughs> I've definitely had messages from Erica saying, Put your points in. And same from Crystal as well. Georgia, you're so close. Just finish. Do your last few hours. <laughs> Crystal's fantastic. A massive shout out to Crystal. She was mentioned before, not only a listener, but also exceptional at her job with faculty. Yeah. And Absolutely. I did want to say this earlier, uh, but we're so lucky to have, at the risk of sounding like we're sucking up, um, but genuinely, we're so lucky to have a faculty that really supports us. I know a lot of other school, law schools or other societies in different faculties don't have the same support. And that's why we can do events and have people like the Honourable Matt Keane come to our events. Yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly. Well, Erica, it's been fantastic uh, to bring some substance to this podcast and not talk absolute trash for, for <laughs> half an hour. Um, <laughs> No, in all, in all seriousness, I think we covered some really um, some really important topics, and it's great to see uh, not only is the LSS passionate about it as a whole, but we've also got some really passionate people like yourself. Um, so thanks a lot for coming on, and all the best with the program. Thank you both so much for having me. My dream is now complete. Can tick it off the bucket list. Can we get LTS <laughs> hours for this? Oh, debatable. Debatable. <laughs> can, can we explore in the future the possibility of you writing a 350 word reflection on the latest episode of the bar absolutely <laughs> because okay. this is a social justice episode i see why not <laughs> oh yeah we're throwing that to you crystal okay. well thank you no. for coming on erica i'm glad your dream has been achieved and we can't wait to see what you do with your embroidery kit thanks guys i'll keep you updated And as always, thank you to our loyal listeners, those of you who are still here. Uh, That concludes episode eight, isn't it? Yes, it is. Eight. We're approaching episode 10. Um, I want to do a celebration, which we've already discussed. So if you have ideas, let me know. We're giving away a car. No, we're not giving away a car. We might do something. But um, no, until then, uh, George, if you want to take us out, wind us out. Of course, my favourite, actually not my favourite bit, that would not be (laughs) giving any justice to Erica, Um, but I've been Georgia. I've been Justin. And we'll see you next time at the bar.